in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God, do not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God excelled him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thank you, Bev, for reading today's scripture. I have a confession to make. Parenting is hard. And the challenges change as the kids get older. When they're little, it's hard to understand what they want and to keep on top of all of their basic needs. Then as they grow, they're constantly asking questions. And you're making sure that they don't crawl or walk into something that's going to inadvertently end their life. And then as they continue to grow, the challenge then changes again to, from that keeping them from this physical harm to helping them with emotions and navigating friendships and, and how to treat other people. Now this stage, that's the stage that we are in right now with our two kids. And I think it's one of the most difficult things for me to see that as they grow, I can see pieces of mine and Russ's personality in them. Now that can be a great thing when it's Russ's creativity or it's my leadership skills, but other times it can be oh so difficult when it's things like they're struggling with anxiety or not handling anger in an appropriate way. My biggest parenting wins, though, so far, haven't come in those moments when I have had the right answer or told them how they should behave in a certain situation. My biggest wins have been when I've sat down with them and I've been honest with them and said, you know, I struggle with this too. I remember when I would be mean to my friends because they did something that would make me sad or upset, and instead of talking with them and telling them, I would just be mean to them and lash out. And then that would make me feel even worse because I knew I wasn't being a good friend. And then sometimes my friends wouldn't hang out with me for a little while because I was mean and I hurt their feelings too. But then I share that when I would tell my friends that they hurt my feelings, when I would be honest with them and, and open with them instead of yelling at them or being mean, then we would talk about it and we would end up being closer friends after that. It's in these moments, these simple moments of conversation, when I, as a parent, have the courage to be vulnerable with my kids, to admit to them that 
I'm not perfect, and I still don't have everything figured out. It's then that I see them grow as individuals, and we grow closer as a family. Courage is often defined as the quality that is in our mind or our spirit that enables us to face difficulty or danger or pain without fear. So it's being strong and and tough and, and resolute in a situation that would normally cause fear in someone. But then there's also another definition that researcher and storyteller and author Brene Brown uses. And she says that courage, which comes from the root word of kur, meaning heart, it's to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. Courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. Now these two definitions, they fit together. But the second definition, when we add that in, it helps us to understand how courage really does start in a place of vulnerability. It begins when we recognize our own imperfections and our human frailty, that we are risking something by doing this activity or or taking this step. We are risking something when we choose to, to go on and to be brave anyway. And this is the courage that we see in Jesus in today's scripture that Bev read for us. And it's this courage that we are called to live out in a life of faith. The message paraphrase of today's scripture, verses 5 through 7, it says, Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. And the, the message really just puts it kind of into more layman's terms, and it's a paraphrase. And, it, and I like the way it says this. He had equal status, Jesus had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, Jesus set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave, became human. And having become human, Jesus stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. What Jesus did in this scripture was just as countercultural then as it seems now. In the Roman Empire, when Jesus lived and died, and in which this letter to the Philippians was written, divine and human power, they were asserted through strength and dominance and war. And being courageous then meant winning out over everyone's opponents. So when I think of this kind of courage, I think of the Avengers. Captain America and Thor, Black Widow, it's that kind of courage. But Jesus lives out a very different courage in this scripture. Jesus, who was equal with God, who had all of the power and the authority of God, chose 
to come into the world and not lord over humanity with all of that godliness and power, but instead chose to shed that part of himself, to come as human, equal with the rest of humanity, so that we might know that God stands in solidarity with us, not over and against us. Jesus chose to show this type of courage, not overpowering his opponents, but by being vulnerable and by living into his humanity, even to the extent of dying a human death. So courage isn't about proving ourselves right or better than someone else. It's not about using our power or our knowledge or our abilities to assert ourselves over and against someone. Courage is really authentically living with our whole selves. It's the good, living with all of the good and the wonderful things, as well as the struggles and the imperfections. It's standing in solidarity with one another as humans. It's when we have this courage to be vulnerable that we are really truly able to connect with one another and discover the strength that comes from being with one another. This is ultimately what Jesus did. Through Jesus' vulnerable courage, He brought healing to our relationship with God, and Jesus set us on a path to become our full and whole and beautiful selves with God. When I have the courage to sit down with my kids and admit that I have gotten it wrong so many times, and I'm still figuring it out, but here is what I've learned. When I I come alongside them, as another human being admitting life is hard, but we can do this together. That's the real courage. Because we are much stronger together than we are apart. And it's this this courageous vulnerability that it seems so simple, but it's oh so difficult. Because We have to be our true selves and being willing to put ourselves out there, to be honest, to be open. And that is at the essence of who I think we are at Brexel UMC. We are here, are focused on creating these safe spaces to grow with God and grow with one another. We come together, like we talked about last week, to share our doubts and our wonders to share that this is a story of how I am living my faith, how I'm living as a follower of Jesus. But we also admit that this life of faith is hard and we can't do it on our own and we struggle. Because when one of us is vulnerable, when we take that step to be vulnerable, then others can join in in that strength And we can be strong, and we can be vulnerable, and we can grow together. So where can you use this this courageous vulnerability in your life? Maybe it's in the willingness to say, I love you first. 
Maybe it's in asking for help, going to those gifts of God that Jenny was talking about, our friends and family, and saying, I can't do this on my own, or I'm not okay. Courageous vulnerability might be the willingness to admit that coming back from COVID and quarantine is hard. And we have healing and and processing to do together. We have growing to do together. Maybe courageous vulnerability for you is the willingness to invest in something that might not work out, but you know that you should take that step, that God is calling you to take that step in this moment. Or maybe it's the willingness to have an open and an honest and a respectful conversation with someone with whom you disagree. Because essentially, this courageous vulnerability of living a life that is grounded and focused on on Christ and on others rather than ourselves and being truly our whole selves for others, that is the birthplace of joy and of creativity, and of belonging, and of love. And I don't know about you, but I think that the world could sure use a bit more of those things. So let us go into the world this week. Let us challenge ourselves to take that step in faith and to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step out in courage with God's help. I'm going to be honest I'm going to be open, and I'm going to trust the next individual to be honest and open with me as well. So we might grow, and we can live out that courage, that courageous vulnerability that God so beautifully has done through Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. One of the ways that we show our courageous vulnerability is through sharing our joys and our concerns with one another. And so I I invite you to share what is going on in your life, knowing that we are doing so so that we can pray for one another, so we can come alongside one another and be with one another in the difficult and in the joyful times. But know also that when you share online, if you share in the comments on Facebook, that all of the internet will see. So please just share first names and just simple basic information. And you can also share by emailing us or going on our website and there's a prayer request form there as well. We would love to be praying with you and for you and being connected in that way throughout the week. Take my heart.
we have several prayers that have come through on Facebook. Sharon says, I am vulnerable, but you still love me. Thank you. Yes, and that's I, the wonderful thing is, but being vulnerable in, in Bible study or in, in saying, you know, I wonder what this means, or I wonder if this is what God was saying here, or I don't understand this. <laughs> Please help me. Those moments where we can be vulnerable with one another are just such a joy. Linda asked for prayers for Mark's mom, Miriam, who, is, who has moved to, into medical care for strength training. And so prayers also for the family as they go through this. And Sue asked for prayers for her brother-in-law, Jeff, who had some complications following heart surgery. Jason asked for prayers for Mitchell's friend who has been ill for a little while. And Greg asked for prayers for all God's animals and God's children. Marla asked for prayers for Vanessa, that she might find her way, and prayers of healing for Patty. Shelly asked for prayers for Caro on her recovering um, foot surgeries, and pray for Dee, who is seeking a job. And then Addie asked for prayers for her great-grandma, who is 82. Dana says, been feeling really heavy and tired this week. It has been a heavy and tired week. Prayers for anyone who needs fresh energy in their lives and patience to take time to rest when we need it. Yes, that's, that's key, is taking time to rest. Stephanie says, prayers for Jennifer and new baby Victor, who has been in NICU um, because of underdeveloped lungs. He was born three weeks early. Gail asked for healing prayers for John A., who is in the hospital. And I want to say happy birthday to Gail. Anne says um, joy and happiness for daughter Martha's recent engagement. Congratulations. And Stephanie asked for prayers for Jill. Um, have her love, Rich, who was, um, who's been in the hospital for I'm sorry, who's been in the hospital for COVID since last year. Wow. Jen says, continued prayers for healing and wholeness for Krista, Jacqueline, Christine, and all in need. Prayers for each of us to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to experience the meaning of God's peace and to support that peace and not disrupt it. That's a key. Prayers for all the UMC staff and the wonderful things they do for us. And prayers for all of the UMC, yes. And also prayers, continued prayers for the family of Matt Johnson. Um, we had his service here yesterday, and you'll see some of the beautiful flowers here um, that they're sharing with us this morning. And um, continued prayers for them. It was a beautiful service yesterday, and, and we know that it's going to be a difficult um, time in the days and the weeks and, and the years to come. And then also, we have Mr. Isaac. And I want to say thank you to Isaac for being here and being willing and sharing your gifts with us. It's always a fun, fun adventure when you're with us on Sunday morning. <laughs> I mean that as a compliment. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. Most holy God, we are so very grateful that Jesus 
became vulnerable to our human experience, that he came to be with us in order to bring healing to our relationship with you. He came to be for others and with others. And God, we pray that we might do the same, that we might take that risk of growing together. Help us to develop our vulnerability, to develop our courage, that we might help others feel safe and vulnerable in community. We know that that is counter to what this world shows us. But may your church, may your beloved community be a space where we can come and be authentically ourselves and love one another and see you in each other. God, we know that there are so many people in this world that are filled with doubts. And we are probably some of them. People who wonder whether you exist, whether you really are listening to our prayers. And God, we pray that they, that, that we might find a safe space here to be open about our questions and our wonderings. And Lord, we pray that our vulnerability might begin with you. That we might acknowledge our need for you and the monotony of our daily lives and that you might lead us to the incredible things we haven't even imagined yet. We pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I do have one quick prayer that just came through and it's, it's important. It's from Austin. And Austin wants to pray for their cousin's dog, Oakley, because he has to have surgery. And these are the important prayers that God hears and responds to. As we go from this time together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Have a fantastic week. Mm -hmm.